Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm Ann Alvarez, parent coach, school counselor, and mom of two. Do you struggle with your relationship with your kids because you carry childhood pain? Do you get triggered by your child's behavior, become irrational, and maybe even yell at your children? Maybe you want to be a better parent, but you don't know how. Instead of repeating old patterns, you want to heal your pain, become more aware of your child's needs, feel connected to your kids, and learn the tools to communicate better so you can truly enjoy your parenting. If you are ready to heal your childhood pain, raise healthy, connected, and happy kids, and end the cycle of parenting with pain, then join me. Our kids deserve it, and we can do this. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm so excited because we have a special guest today. Her name is Stephanie Hoi Nya Wong. She is a wellness and life coach assisting overwhelmed parents. Her guidance encompasses stress relief, burnout recovery, enhanced well-being, and rediscovering the joy of both your personal and parenting experience. So please welcome Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie, for joining us today. Thank you, and Thank you for inviting me. It's so good to be here with you. So happy to have you. Okay, so I'm going to just talk about the first, my first question is, how did you start parent wellness and life coaching? Well, that's, uh, that's a little bit of a long story. I'm trying to cut it as short as I can. Um, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, it was actually a family illness that led me to this work. Um, before this work, I was a journalist for almost 20 years. So about 10 years ago, I was working in Shanghai, China with my husband. Um, I was very ambitious. We we're about to move to Beijing. But before we moved, we thought we we're going to go on vacation in a remote part of China. And unexpectedly, my husband had a stroke there, and he was still in his he was still in his forties at that time. That was totally a shock for both of us. That pretty much turned our life upside down. Um, and then two months later, I found out I was pregnant too, with our first child and our only child. Now, um, when I eventually went back to work. I also faced the most challenging time in my professional life. So everything was happening at the same time. I was sad about my husband's illness and was grieving over the losses, some of the losses that we experienced. I was stressed, burned out and exhausted and totally overwhelmed by everything that was going on in my life. So there was a lot of healing there with the help of a therapist. A few years after that, we were relocated to New York um, with my job. So that's when I started change. Something's changing inside me. My job actually had lost meaning um, and I wasn't as excited as before by the work. So I knew I had to make some major, major changes. I did a lot of self-exploration, did different trainings to explore what could be next for me. So life coaching training turned out to be the most transformative for me because I realized when I'm with a person listening to their challenges and listening to their uh, desires, aspirations they have in their life and their career, 
And and I got to help them and witness the transformation. I love that. It's very satisfying and rewarding experience for me. So I decided to pursue a new career um, as a coach, but I was still working and undergoing training. That was a pretty intense time for me. What happened was eventually I was completely burned out. I started having some issues with my body. Um, so I was so exhausted also to a point that I thought I was going to drop that. So that was a major wake up call for me. And I knew I needed to restart and uh, restart in life. So I finally took the courage to leave my 20 year career, move to California, started my coaching business there. It's almost done. <laughs> it's a bit long. So after we moved there, COVID hit. And when I was like trying to build my business and then was homeschooling my son, right? Uh, unfortunately, my husband got to take over that part in the end. But I was really stressed out by all the responsibilities. And I, and that, that's when I realized there were also unresolved um, underlying issues that caused anger, resentment, frustrations. I was really easily irritated to a point that I started yelling a lot in at my home. So the major light bulb moment was when I noticed when I yelled, my son would yell back. So that's pretty much me when I was angry, he was angry. Hmm. I realized my son was merely my own mirror and reflecting myself, my stress and my pain back to me. That was a pivotal moment for me. And that's when I really decided to prioritize my own well-being and just start to look into myself even more and cultivate peace and calmness inside me. And that created patience and more closer bond with my son. And that improved our relationship drastically. That was a hard lesson to learn. So because of my own experience that I saw how adults and parents around me are stressed and I can see how that stress and burnout affect their relationship with their children, families, and affect the overall family dynamics. So I, that's how I decided to focus my work to just using coaching techniques, body-based practices, te techniques to help them parents to manage your stress better, improve their well-being. And it's not just about being calm. It's about helping them to re increase uh, energy by creating, like reconnecting joy in their lives and and to have that zest for life and be the best versions of themselves. Um, That's and, an incredible yeah. story. Wow. Like, thank you for thank sharing you. it. I'm so thank you for being in this space. Yeah, just that. That coming from tragedy, your husband having a stroke and having to deal with that, um, and then having this like light bulb moment when you move, right? About um, what do you really want? Uh, what? How do you want your life to be? And then being aware when you're you are getting angry and your son's getting angry, mirroring how you are. I actually did a video on that mirroring that our kids mirror us and, mm -hmm. and you were aware of it and you knew this is not good this is not what I want and just taking the steps to to realize that you need self-care that you need healing uh, that you need to be um, making sure that you're okay so that you can parent better right yeah it's yeah I mean you summed it up really well it's 
I'll tell you, before my husband had a stroke, I'm actually not aware about self-care, not aware about, you know, didn't really do a lot of self-exploration, all of this. It's just because of what happened. And then started all that self-discovery, start my self-discovery journey. And that's that's how I get more in tune with myself and to really learn how to look after myself and to talk to myself in a way that, you know, I I'm 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 not gonna be as stressed as before. There's many steps, um, but I, I just remember during like really stressful time in my life. One time I went to see my therapist and I said to her, oh, I don't know why I'm so tired. I'm so drained all the time. What's going on with me? And she said to me, you know why? Because you gave everything to everyone. You didn't give anything to yourself. I was like, oh my God, now looking back, it was like, it was so obvious, self-care. But at that time I was like, Oh yeah, I didn't know. So she told me to like, this is what you, you might want to do is to find something that you really enjoy doing, some something that you're excited about, something that you look forward to. I was like, yeah, I know what it is. I like mini, mini adventures. So I just, after work every Friday, I was just just went to walk, walk around, explored where I spent my childhood, where I went to um, my high school, had some street snacks because I'm actually from Hong Kong. So that those things are big. So, oh my God, that helped me so much. And that made me realize also, we don't always have to stay in that um, low, low mood. I mean, we don't want to, but what helps you to bring you up, to lift your spirit is to, do something you excited about that totally changed your whole, you know, your body, brain chemistry and everything. So I think um, so many, so many moms, so many mothers, I'm, I'm one of them uh, can totally relate to your story because we do so much for others that we forget ourselves. Like yeah. I know I'm guilty of that. Um, and I have, I like you have had to learn to incorporate time for myself so I can feel good um but it wasn't in the beginning in the beginning I did everything um mm -hmm. but now I'm like I need time for me I need time to feel good and feel happy and connected again to myself to my soul to my spirit you know um so I think what your story my story I think that's so many women's story and the takeaway for women is you have to prioritize yourself. You need to have time for you. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is what I say to people. Find time for your find time for yourself. Like your life depends on it. I know we always use the analogy of filling your car, putting your oxygen mask on. And to me, like to me, I'm a well. Like I have water. I'm filled with living water. And that's my energy. That's my zest for life. That's my joy for life. And I need to fill that up. But a lot of the time, we don't really think about that. We give so much to other people. And I did a mini survey of parents a few years ago. And just to, just to understand um, how much time, money, and how much energy they spend on themselves. 
and actually almost all of them just spend all that money, all the resources, all the energy and the time to our child, to our kids, to our family. Yes, I think we all like also as women, I think we want to be careful, um, our um, naturally loving or um, a caretaking nature. I mean, we're, 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 take- we're natural caregivers. Yeah, we're natural. And it's that's in our biology. Thing. It's in our biology. It's yeah. really hard to fight it, right? Yeah. Um it is I know if even if you think if you talking about the word fight, and I think it's the, yeah, yeah, it's the fight is within ourselves. Believing um we need to do it all. We need to give everything. Sometimes we just get into the thing is we get into a routine that we we don't even know that we're doing that. Even when we're tired, you know, you remember what I said earlier. Even when I was tired, I was like, "Why? What's going on?" Because yeah. you give everything to everyone. So I'm number one. <laughs> I used to be a a mother doing instead of a mother being. <laughs> oh, so always doing, and then I was yeah. like. Okay, this is not good to always be doing because yeah. your kids need just time with you, oh. not you doing something all the time, right? Yeah. I had to learn, like I, I learned from my oldest. He was the one that was like, can you just take a moment to listen to me? And then I realized oh. I was on this path of my list of to-do things. Yeah. And then Which, I had yeah. to stop that because my son needed me and I wasn't giving that to him, you know? Well, I'm so glad that he was able to articulate it himself. No, and he, he, was he, was five. Five. <laughs> he was only five. He was only five. He's super smart. <laughs> yeah, he was smart. He was able to know it, understand it, and articulate it. He understood. He understood but that he needed mommy time. Yeah. And mommy was not giving him the time because she yeah. was on her to-do list. Yeah. yeah. But which is so, which is uh, really common, right? And as parents, we we juggle with so many things. I'm not saying non-parents don't juggle, but we have so much and that we always think we need to do it all. And then sometimes the to-do list become a priority of our child. So I really, when I tell people like, it's not, sometimes we tend to seek help when we see, say, an issues with our child and we seek out ways to help them to do something to help them and you raise a good point and we want to do something but but really if you take a you you slow down and quiet down and take a step back it's not necessarily about doing yes some of it but it's about the being that's the point you raised that's being there for them how do you be in a way that's actually needs to be calm and peaceful and be present yes. and that you form connections. And when you have that connection, everything changes. It yes. is so powerful. That's why. It's so powerful. Yeah. My work is about the being. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. So maybe you can give us some tips on how, okay, how can parents prioritize their own well-being like you shared that you take Fridays Friday was your day to to um, do adventuring right because that made you feel good that made you feel happy but what are some other ways like what what are some other ways if if parents can't take like a Friday what other things can they do to help prioritize their well-being and to cope with the stress yeah 
Well, I'll say I don't do that kind of Friday thing anymore. That was that time. <laughs> Too bad. But you know what? It become it really becomes a lifestyle for me. It becomes part of me. So it's not just about Friday. I've carved out time, and it's very important that that's initially it bring me back up, and yes. then the recovery is more gradual. Is you have to build into your life. So I. You probably hear that all the time, it, but it's so important to find time to just sit still and do nothing and have the quiet down, quiet time. Slow down is a very first step. But even hearing slowing down, I'm already hearing myself thinking people is going to say, I can't slow down. I don't have time. It always, always that mindset, right? <laughs> but really, we're not talking about like, a couple of hours is only a bit, say one minute, two minutes, five minutes yes. before we started this call. No, uh, not everyone knew. Had a moment. Time. Had a quiet just moment before we started. Mm-hmm. Just a quiet moment, 30 seconds, one minute, yes. just that. And you will be surprised how much they can help you to calm your being. Yes. Even when you get yourself to move slower speak slower and then take that moment to stop like right now that can help you calm your mind and your body take pauses frequently that is the first step and then you want to really get to know sometimes about what is causing you um, all these I'm pretty sure everyone experienced frantic moments as, as parents. So very important for me is when I tell my clients is to just keep that. Um, keep. What's very important for me is to just slow down for them to slow down, take the quiet moment, and then just really be also be aware of what is going on in your mind, what's causing that stress. When we're stressed out, when we're burned out, there's a lot of confusing thoughts because there's so much in our mind. So I help them with the technique to just really slow down and see what you're thinking about and just notice your physical sensations. You probably feel like you're panting, you're breathing faster, your heart's going faster. When we're stressed out, our shoulders come up like that too. You you want to be aware of that. You you check it out for yourself throughout the day, how much time you're actually raising your shoulders. Just be aware of all these physical sensations and also your thoughts. Then from there, we can work on what's causing your triggers, um, mm-hmm. understand your triggers. Self-understanding is a major, major thing that um, I do in my work. Um, yeah. Because uh, you feel it in your body first, right? Like for me, when I'm when I'm getting upset, I can feel it in my body. I can feel like my body's getting tense. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes me aware that I have to not say anything. I can't give in to that. I have to take a moment of quietness, maybe leave the situation so I can get my get regroup, right? Get uh, centered again, regulated again. Exactly, exactly. That's why you want to be mindful about your, that's right, physical sensations come first. That's when we catch our t- attention. For some people, not so much. They might not be very connected with the body. But 
but physical sensation, yes. And but you have to recognize it, learn to recognize it. That's how that's why you want to take a moment to stop and get to understand, okay, I know I'm gonna get stressed. So where is it happening? What's happening? And then you're gonna get better next time, but acknowledge it, take a moment to stop is so important. So that's why like I help parents with mindfulness practice and and later on the is is about how to how to even control um control yourself manage your emotions during intense parenting moments that's another step yes yeah so so then what what should parents understand about their own and their children's nervous system because we touched on that a little bit how you need to be in touch with what's happening in your body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So everything happens, the stress all happens coming from the nervous system. Like the nervous system is all about helping you to feel safe and understanding that can allow you to, to, to know when you stress, right? Your nervous system um, automatically kicked in when you when it feels like you're not safe when it feels like you're under threat and that's why sometimes when you 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 you're you're stressed out and you yell and you don't want to but you know it has the ability to hijack your mind and get you to react in such a way to help yourself that's very important for parents to understand that your nervous system the stress and get the nervous system to react in such a way that it's immediate and it's hard to control. So with that understanding, it can help. Then you realize, oh, I need to take a step, step back. And in many parenting cases, you, you are in the power struggles and you want to win. And to, to know that you don't have to win now and to understand that nervous system can calm down if you give the time and the space to calm down. So take a moment to take a pause. Maybe the short-term strategies is always about maybe like count from one to 10, let the nervous system to count down and then you go back to maybe your child. And so you're able to hopefully, by the time you come down, you're able to speak with in a more compassionate and loving manner. So Knowing the how the nervous system works, the more you know, the more you can do practice to help you to calm your nervous system, help you to be more mindful with your thoughts, your physical sensations. So you're aware of it. The next time you know that's going to happen, that will stop you from yelling. You catch yourself at, ahead of time. You can, you're able to self-regulate before you do or say something that you regret later on. Yes. And when we as parents learn this, when we learn, okay, I'm being triggered, or uh, I know that my body is telling me I'm tense right now, um, I'm about to get angry. And then we know, okay, now we have to calm ourselves down, we have to count to 10, we have to walk away, we have to breathe, we have to do things to regulate ourselves again. Once we know how to do that, then we can teach that to our children. Because our children also get dysregulated. And then we'll know, okay, this is not the time to problem solve with them. This is not the time to, to try to make them do things. This is the time where they need us to help them to calm down and feel better. Yeah, that's a very important time. It was, it's a time to connect with them. Mm -hmm. 
emotionally and also <laughs> excuse me yeah yeah sure thank you also what's very important to understand how the nervous system works in the kid's body and a lot of the time tantrums and certain things that we parents or a lot of adults perceived as bad as them they they out of control they're being naughty it's not like that at all it's the nervous system that you help them to regulate the reason they sometimes scream or um shout or do something that we judge as bad is because is the body helping them to um to 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 um is the body helping them to really to express themselves um and we have to understand that kids and the brain that can control intense emotion to control emotions they're not fully developed until much later in their lives so we need to understand that when they have a tantrum when they scream and shout and maybe bite sometimes it's a it's a way of the body telling them they feel they're they feel like they're not safe that's why it's very important for the parents to know to take a step back is not the time to judge them to make any judgment to 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 punish them um in any ways it's the time to take a step back let everything out when they're in um, an intense moment, they're not going to be able to listen because it's just the nervous system closed down, they shut down, so they can't hear anything. Yes. So with that understanding, we can be more compassionate and take a step back. One time That I learned also in a hard way because really interestingly, one time my son also used to you know, just yell a lot. And one time I said, it's time to do homework. And he won't. <laughs> and I... Before I would have um, said, no, you got to do it now. You got to do it now. Come in now. But that's why I just decided I'm not going to say anything, anything at all. So I just let him quiet down. When I stopped my mouth, <laughs> he stopped. And I would say yeah. two minutes later. And he said, mommy, in such a way, such a calm, gentle way, his is his he was his way of telling me i am ready to talk and i need your love and i need your care and from his voice and i realized oh i i don't need to fight yes. it's, it's not easy to do it's very difficult to do it was just in the moment i realized okay i gotta stop and then he asked that's when he invited me back to his world yes that's amazing right like that is such a moment um first of all like it takes practice to to not say anything it takes practice he's like okay hold on my my child is is dysregulated um upset don't say anything don't make it worse right and then when but when you do that when you stop yourself from reacting then when your child is ready your child will come back to you oh this, it's so powerful it's so amazing like that story is so amazing but you know it's very easy to fight back i think we're talking about kids having tantrums adults have tantrums too yes 
And yes. we have too many, too many of us have tantrums. <laughs> we have, <laughs> I mean, what we have to realize is we have unrealistic expectations for a child. The brain yeah. is still not fully developed to be yeah. calm and to listen to you when they biologically not have the ability to. So by knowing the nervous system, we really want to be take a step back and also like there's no power struggle here as parents we want to be the bigger person yes this child is still learning we're all learning all throughout our lives ourselves yes have, uh, just give them space to <laughs> regroup too because we need to regroup ourselves too so we 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 don't want to have expectations of oh they should be calmed down they can't yes. not even we can you know yes and, and it's okay for them to express emotions because that is part of our our being human. Our humanness is expressing emotions. And, and, and we all get angry sometimes and we all behave in ways that we don't want to. Uh, right. But you know what? It's okay because it's emotions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all emotions are good. Yeah. Yeah. By... By giving them space and be okay with their emotions, they know yes. that's okay for them. That creates safety. Exactly. And exactly. Um, that that that's really powerful for them. And and then they that's when they can really feel, oh, I am respected and I am loved. That's so good. Thank you, Stephanie, so much. Like, um, wow, it's just amazing. Like actually talking to you calms me down. <laughs> you're so calm but I just want to do a, a recap for parents like parents self-care we need to take care of ourselves because then we can parent better and we can have fuller better lives um we need to remember that our children are learning they're not in that stage where they know everything and we have to give them space when they are um having tantrums or having an emotional outburst we have to be the calm person silence is power just keep quiet and the storm will pass and they will come back and connect with you i think that's so so important and you can overcome challenges like stephanie shared her story um a lot of struggle a lot of challenges but brought her to this place of really understanding self how self-care is so important and uh, this is this is her coaching business so stephanie i want to thank you so much for coming thank but i you. want also you can you let us know how parents can get a a hold of you contact you um yeah yeah, yeah. can i just say one more thing yes I'll yes <laughs> i just I'll want to remember yeah sure sorry that's okay Ultimately, stress is caused by needs that are not met. So everyone has needs. Know your needs. Know your kids have needs too and find ways to meet that needs. Perfect. So you to find me, I am on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, TikTok. I started a TikTok channel. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm more active on um LinkedIn, Facebook, and more so on TikTok. My website is emergetoilluminate.com. Wow. Emergetoilluminate.com. Yes, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for sharing your story and, and giving us some tips on self-care. Really appreciate it. And uh, it was great having you. Thank and you Karen, so much. 
Well, thank you. And parents, thank you for joining us today. Uh, you know, I love you. And um, I'm happy that, uh, that you joined us. And I hope that you got some value out of this. Okay, take care, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Bye-bye. If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.